Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. If God gives me a promise, I'm going to believe it. If God tells me to do something, even though I can't see how, even though it seems hard, even though I can't imagine how it get it done, I need to do it because he's faithful to bring it to pass. And I don't want to miss the good, amazing promises that God has for my life because I didn't have the faith to believe him for it. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Fatties, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hey sis, and thank you for joining me for another episode. So I have something special for you today. I am going to be getting super vulnerable with you. Yes, I will be reading a journal entry from my very own personal journal. Okay, so stay tuned for that in a couple of minutes. We're going to get into that. First and foremost, you guys, if you have not subscribed to the channel, go ahead, hit your subscribe button wherever you are listening. And also, You guys know that I am doing coaching sessions right now. I'm trying out something new and I've had some sessions so far and I'm getting great feedback, but I am working with ladies who are interested in developing a healing roadmap. So after a breakup, having a roadmap of where you are, where you want to go and what's in between personalized specifically for you. So if that's something you're interested in, go ahead, hit me up, email me at goodbyeheartbreakhellopurpose at gmail.com or you can DM me on the socials either way. Also, you know what I'm going to say. If you have not left your five-star written review, please go ahead and leave your review. And speaking of reviews, I have one that I'm going to read right now. And this one is from Estelle Alfberry, and the title is Such an Amazing Show. And she reads, girl, this show is powerful and so needed for anyone who's dealt with the pain and loneliness that comes with dating. God is using this show to bring restoration and healing. So amazing. As a woman in my 20s who's desiring a godly relationship, I look forward to listening to more of this show. Thank you, Candace, with a red heart. Thank you, Estelle, for your five-star written review. I'm so glad that you're enjoying the show. Keep listening. I have some great things coming up. All right, so let's go ahead and get into today's episode, sis. Hey, sis. I'm so excited about today's episode. I am actually going to read you um, an entry from my journal that I wrote. It's something that I've shared with you before. The time that God told me that he needed time alone with me because the following year I would be a wife. I'm sharing that with you because he has been giving me some revelation lately that I want to share with all of you about why I had to go through the season that I went through, why he needed the time alone with me. 
he's revealing that to me. And it's so amazing because every time I think I have the full revelation from God about something, he shows me something new. And I'm really just in awe of that. I think it's amazing. It's the same thing in his word in the Bible that we read all the time. Just think about it. If you are an avid Bible reader, or maybe you've read it just a few times, or maybe it was the same scripture you've read maybe two or three times, but each time you were able to see something different in that scripture, or he spoke something different to you, you saw it a different way. And so I just feel like God is just using the same thing that he gave me, the same word that he gave me in 2016 to continue to reveal itself in my life. He's continuing to show me what it means after all of these years. It's 2022. So it's how many years now? Like six years <laughs> since I wrote this. Almost seven years, actually, because we're coming up to the end of this year. January will be coming around again. So it's been almost seven years that he gave me this word. I'm married. I have two kids and things and a bonus daughter. And things are just amazing. You know, I mean, it's not perfect, but it is amazing. And I love the life that I have, but I couldn't, I couldn't see that back then. And I'm giving this to you because I want you to know if you are someone who's questioning, why do I have to do this? Why am I going through this? Why am I heartbroken? Why, God, are you letting me go through this? What good could come from this? I want you to know that God truly does use and work all things together for our good. His, that's Romans 8.28. He says that in his words specifically for those who love him and are called according to his perfect, he, his perfect will for us. He does not waste anything. He uses every single experience, every hurt, every pain together for our good for his glory, but for our good outcomes in our lives. And I'm here to testify to that. So if you are someone who's questioning that, I want you to find hope. I want you to listen up and find hope in this episode because it's going to be good. All right. And, um, you know, just again, remember that God wastes nothing. Your pain will not be wasted. All right. So let's get into it. What are these five things that God has been revealing to me of why he needed this time alone. Well, before we get into that, I'm sorry, let's go ahead and let me actually read the journal entry. By the way, you guys, I have journals now on my website at candaceabaddies.com. Uh, there are 365 pages in the journal. So you have a page for every single day to actually write and journal. And, you know, you can either read if you're doing the devotional. OK, you can read the devotional and journal uh, each devotion and journal each day after you read it. Or if you're not actually reading the devotional, um, maybe you're just reading your Bible and you're journaling afterwards. It's amazing. It's a beautiful journal, guys. Again, you could always get 10 percent off the products on my website with the promo code podcast 10. So go ahead, get the journal. All right. So this is from January 29th, 2016. And I put a specific promise from God to me. And it reads, while in the shower just now, you revealed to me how this fast was different from the last two fasts I did. I was dating during the last two fasts and not giving you the proper attention during that time. But this time I am single. I've spent more time with you and more time in your word. You've allowed me to enlarge my capacity to receive from you. 
You told me that our relationship needed this time together, God. You said from when I do this fast next year, I will be a wife. Like Sarah, you have given me a promise, and I thank you because it's already done. You are omnipotent, so you have all power, and nothing can stand against your power. I am so thankful to be your daughter. I love chasing after you. Thank you, Father, for your promise. I love you. So that was the journal entry. I was in the shower and God spoke to me and he uh, told me this. He downloaded this in my spirit and I jumped out the shower. I wrote it down, dated it, and I closed it up and I believed him for it, but I didn't obsess over it, but I believed him for it. So Let's get into the reason. So, and I'll, you heard me mention fast. I don't know. Everyone doesn't do fasting, but we, our, our church actually does a time of prayer and fasting, corporate prayer and fasting, meaning that we do it all together as a church family. And we would do it every year in January. And we still do. That the That's what I was talking about when I said the two fasts before that. So the two years before that, I was dating someone when I was doing the fast. Uh, and so this time was the first time where I actually was single and giving God the proper attention. But he said that he needed the time alone with me because this time next year, I would be a wife. You guys, I did not understand how much my life would shift when I became a wife. It just seemed like you know, okay, yeah, I know there'll be some changes, but it didn't seem to me like it would be such a huge shift that things would change so much just by adding one person to my life. But it did. It really did shift some things. And then the seasons just kept changing so rapidly for me after that because I got married at the end of 2016. And then I got pregnant like mid-2018. And then, you know, I had my daughter at the beginning of 19. And then I got pregnant again in 20, had my son in 21. And now we are in 22. And I have a host of new things going on in my life. I wrote the book, published the book, started the podcast, doing coaching now. Like so much has happened. And God, I, I couldn't see that. I couldn't see all of these things happening, especially so rapidly, one thing after another. And so God was like, I needed that time alone with you because we had to work on something to give you a foundation so that when life started happening, when your life picked up and you had to run with it, your foundation was strong when you started building on that foundation. And that is what he did. So the five things that God did with me during that time, let me give it to you right quick. Number one, he completely healed my heart. Number two, he wanted to make sure I was trustworthy to say yes, even when it was hard. Number three, to really plant his word in my heart. Number four, to train me to hear his voice. And number five was to increase my faith. All right, so let me just say a little bit about each one of those. Number one, completely heal my heart. So you've heard me say before several times on this podcast that it wasn't until the last heartbreak that I actually surrendered to God and allowed him to really heal my heart. So God is so good and he's so amazing and he's so powerful that, you know, I finally, when I finally surrendered to him saying, God, heal my heart, because I was asking him to heal me from that particular heartbreak. God is so good that he healed me from all the previous heartbreaks that I did not take time to heal from. For the first time, I felt like my heart was whole. It was healed and whole. 
And I did not have to go to another individual for that. I didn't need to go to another man for that, that God was able to do it. And he was like, you know, I needed your heart to be healed and whole before you got married. That was important to God. And I didn't realize how important it would be for me, but it, it, it was extremely important and played and still plays an important role in my life today to have a heal and whole heart. Because I think I said before, probably the very first or maybe even second episode that, you know, the Bible says that out of the heart flows the issues of life, right? Out of the abundance of the heart flows the issues of life. So everything we do, everything we think, everything we see, feel comes from the heart. But if the heart is broken, then your perspective isn't, your, your um, vision isn't clear. Your perspective is off. You're not seeing things the way you need to. And so I needed my heart to be healed and whole for that reason. Number two, to make sure I was trustworthy to say yes, even when it was hard. Uh, let me be honest and say I was one of those people who ran from the hard things. I didn't think I was a person who was capable of really doing hard things. And this was one of the tests for that. Uh, the, the heartbreak was one of the tests for that because I could have chosen to run to another relationship. I could have chosen to run to another man and hide there <laughs> or go, even go back to well, maybe not go back because that, that relationship was not repairable in that moment. But if I wanted to go to another relationship, I totally could have. And and I could have hid from that. I could have chosen not to heal and just mask the pain one more time. But I chose to surrender to God and allow him to heal my broken heart. And so he finally saw me as the trustworthy woman that even when it was hard, I was able to say yes to him. And that is important in this season of my life right now because things are hard. They're good, but they're hard. But I had to know that I could do hard things. God needed to be able to trust me with the things that he has placed inside of me. He needed to be able to trust me with the call. He had to know that I would say yes, even when the road was hard, when it's difficult, when I'm tired, when I'm exhausted, when I want to do some of my flesh wants to binge and watch TV and completely tune everything else out. But I have things that I need to do and prioritize that need to get done for the call. He needed to know that he could trust me to say yes. And that's, that's what's going on in my life right now because my life is extremely, extremely busy right now in this season. And I have a lot of things going on. But and I actually, I'll be honest and say this week, well, last week, actually, I had a lot of days when I was like, God, is it even, is it even worth it? Is it worth it? And, you know, as the week has gone on, he has shown himself faithful to me. He has shown that he is, um, that he sees me and that he's called me to this. And even when I, because I was starting to feel like maybe I'm stepping out of my bounds. Maybe I'm not doing what you called me to do. And he's like, no, you're on the right path. And so I appreciate that from him. So I'm so thankful that he finds me trustworthy with the calling to help the women who he, whom he loves and whom he wants to be set free. So that is number two, to make sure that I'm trustworthy to say yes. Uh, did I say three? That was two. Okay, so number three is to really plant his word in my heart. You guys, I didn't know how important that would be. 
like you hear the importance of knowing God's word, but I didn't know the importance of knowing God's word and actually have it planted in my heart. Just the knowledge of it. Like you can't, you can't be transformed if you don't know what the word says. If you can't be transformed by the word, if you don't know what the word says, you have to first have the knowledge of the word and you have to plant it in your heart in order for it to be able to produce a harvest from the heart, okay, into your life. So I didn't realize how important it was, but I've also learned very recently that I needed to know this word because I needed to be able to recall it with swiftness for the season that I am in right now. And God is revealing that to me. So I am doing like these coaching calls and I am on the phone, uh, well, over uh, doing virtual sessions with these women and we're coming up with affirmations where, you know, and they're like, oh, let's see. I think I want to use this. I think the Bible says, let me see. But God, Holy Spirit, from what's planted in my heart, brings it to my remembrance. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Matthew 6, 34. Oh yeah, let's try Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Like, you know, pray about nothing, you know, pray, I'm sorry, worry about nothing, pray about everything. Let's, you know, the Matthew 6, 34 was, you know, uh, I'll worry about, today because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Like those things were coming up in the coaching session. And I was able to just, you know, be able to recall that not by my own, but that the Holy Spirit was bringing to mind the things that I had studied way back in that season and continued to study from that point. But that season laid the foundation of me learning the word, getting it in my heart so that it could continue to produce fruit even now. And so being able to recall those scriptures with the call that God has placed in my life was is extremely important. It's extremely important. And I had no idea. I had no idea about that part of it. And I mean, there's been so many things throughout the years, you know, since that season of, you know, heartbreak. And when he was working on me and I was studying that word so vigorously, it's just, it planted like a the routine and the hunger and the thirst for his word. And so, and that's all of that has just really been um, just bringing up and, and producing, like, like I said, fruit in my life. And it's so amazing. So that was number three. Number four was to train me to hear his voice. Okay. He needed time alone to train me to hear his voice. And what does that mean? So you've heard me say several times about me hearing God's word. I mean, not hearing his word, but hearing his voice, having this knowing, knowing that he's spoken to me to do certain things. And I've done specific episodes about, you know, him telling me to leave relationships and stuff like that. But I have had to be able to hear and act on God's word from not just reading his word in the Bible, but knowing specifically what he's telling me to do, directing my steps, ordering my steps. And so uh, one big, you know, a big thing, and I may have mentioned this too on the podcast this year, when I was starting the podcast, you know, I wanted to go in a different direction with it. And God convicted me. He spoke to me and he was like, you know, that's not what we're doing. You know, scratch that title that you have. Uh, We're going to niche in a little bit to a a specific demographic of women. Like just, I was like, oh my gosh. And he really like changed things for me in a way that I I really didn't want to go, to be honest with you. I didn't want to do that thing that he was telling me to do yet. 
I heard his voice so clearly and I knew it was him telling me to do it. So I knew I had to be obedient to that. And so it's that, that is so important, so important to know that God is speaking to you when he's speaking to you. And so during that season, because I prayed so much and I listened, I journaled so much and it just became like a, a second nature. When you spend so much time with someone, you can recognize their voice. They always say that uh, like with a parent and a child, that if the, they get lost somewhere and you keep just like kind of yelling out for them and they hear you, they could hear your voice, like say like at a fair or something, you can, you know your child's voice about the crowd. Your child knows your voice about the crowd. Like they can pick you out or you can pick them out. And so I think it's the same thing with our relationship with God. It's like the the more time you spend with him, the better you're able to hear and recognize his voice. And so even when life is super, super busy, like mine is right now, I still know when God is speaking because we spent so much time together that I know his voice and I hear it above the noise, okay? And so that was something really important. Number five was he wanted to increase my faith. So obviously, you know, he gave me this promise on January 29th of 2016. So by November 19th of 2016, that's the day I walked out of the aisle with my husband. We were married. Again, when he gave me the promise, I was not dating. I was not, you know, I wasn't in a relationship. I wasn't talking to anyone. I wasn't entertaining anyone at all. I was single, single, okay? I was fasting and praying. And God spoke this word to me. And again, by uh, well, on November 19th, I was walking down the aisle married to my husband of 2016. Yeah, we were, we were getting married. And so, I mean, I was already learning to trust God, but it was like, wow really getting to see his promise come to pass like that, it drove my faith through the roof. I was like, oh Lord, you really, like you bad. You are amazing. You really can do anything. And just like what I mentioned in the journal um, entry that it said like Sarah, because he told Sarah in Genesis that, you know, this time next year, you will have a son. And so I felt like he brought that to my mind. And that was so amazing because when he told me to leave the relationship, that the last relationship, it was through Abraham and Isaac. But when he told me that I would be married, it was through Sarah. And I thought that was so amazing, just the tie-in there, you know, all the same family. And so he told Sarah this time he came, he appeared to her, the, an angel appeared to her and said that this time next year you will have a son. And he was like, you know, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And so it made me say, when he said this time next year, you will be a wife. I said, God, there truly is nothing too hard for you. Like there's nothing too hard for you. And when I saw it come to pass, I was like nothing. And so it made me, it made my faith so much stronger so that I felt like, man, if God gives me a promise, I'm going to believe it. If God tells me to do something, even though I can't see how, even though it seems hard, even though I can't imagine how it get it done, I need to do it because he's faithful to bring it to pass. And I don't want to miss the good, amazing promises that God has for my life because 
I didn't have the faith to believe him for it. And so I'm so happy that he built up my faith before I got married and allowed me to really just see his power at work because I was going to need that later. I need it right now. All of the things, all five of these things that I just shared with you, I am experiencing all the fruit of it right right now in this season that I'm in. But I've had to use all of these things too at some point, maybe like a lower level, I guess you can say, before now, because each season of my life has required my faith to grow. It's required me to say yes. It's required me to do more healing work, you know, and not in the same way, in a different way. But yeah, it still required me to do more healing. It, it required me to hear his voice. It required me to study his word more. And so I, I'm just so happy that he loved me enough and took the time with me to say, I see you, I love you, and I want to do this for you. I feel like it was a gift, truly. Like now I can see that the heartbreak was a gift. And so I want you to know that God is working something out in you too. It could be one or some of these same things that he has worked out in me, or it could be something completely different. But if you're praying to him and you're asking him why, and he's not speaking to you, I want you to know that I had a time of praying and asking him why too, but he didn't give it to me when I was sad and depressed and broken, brokenhearted. Um, You know, he didn't give it to me during that season. He waited. He waited until I was, my emotions were in check. He waited until I put him in his proper place. He waited until I was praying powerfully and fervently, not just from a place of desperation, but from a place of really wanting true change. He waited until a little bit of transformation happened on the inside of me before he shared his heart with me. He waited until the relationship between he and I was stronger in a good place, in an amazing place. So as you grow your relationship with God, he doesn't just share his promises. He doesn't just share his revelation with people that he's not in relationship with. He wants to be in relationship with us so that he so that you can get the revelation, so that you can access the promise, but you have to be in relationship. So once our relationship was strong enough, that's when he began to give me these promises and now speak these revelations and reveal these things to me as time goes on. And look, some of these revelations, again, I'm getting six years, almost seven years later, And it's okay. And I think now, like I realize every time I think I have the full revelation, I don't have it. I think I said that earlier. And uh, because I I experienced something else and God shows me something else and he shows me and gives me new revelation. And so I believe that as I live and as I continue to grow, as I continue to walk out my purpose and calling that he has on my life, that I will get more revelation than this. But I just wanted to share this with you for someone who's feeling like, you know, I don't know why I have to go through this, that this is such a waste of time that it, you know, I just want to get out of this. You know what? I'm going to go do something that's going to numb the pain or, you know, um, that you're not trusting God with with your situation and with your heartbreak. Know that God sees you, know that he loves you, and know that he has great things planned for your life. Like this is not the end all be all, even though it feels that way. I know the weight of heartbreak is heavy. 
It's so heavy, but know that it will not crush you, okay? Be encouraged, sis. Again, those five things are, he completely healed my heart. He made sure I was trustworthy to say yes, even when things were hard. He wanted to really plant his word in my heart. He wanted to train my my ears to hear his voice, and he wanted me to increase my faith. And so um, I, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that you are loved and that God sees you and he's not leaving you out here by yourself. Even if you feel alone, know that he's with you in the pain. He's with you in the season. And when you come out of that, it's going to be stages and phases. And when you come out of that extremely hurtful season, when you feel like you can breathe again, and trust me, sis, you will breathe again. You will breathe easy again. I promise you will. If you just trust God with your pain and trust him with the pieces of your heart and allow him to put them back together again. Okay. I love you. I hope you found this helpful. I hope you found it encouraging. And if you did make sure you share it, pop over to the Facebook group, tell me what was your favorite part of the episode and what you feel that God is speaking to your heart about why you have to go through this heartbreak. Take some time to sit in his presence. Take some time to pray and uh, and ask why, not from a place of desperation, but of a place of, God, what are you doing with me in this season? What do you want to teach me? What do you want me to learn? And just really try to figure out and, uh, you know, don't put too much pressure on it, you know, because you're not going to force God's hand when he's ready to reveal, he will reveal but don't be afraid to ask him and just be like, what, what's going on? What, what are you trying to teach me? I think those are the questions that God is like, yes, like not just because God, I'm so hurt. I want out of this. Like, what are you doing? No, like, God, what do you want me to learn? How do you want me to grow? So I love you, sis. And I will talk to you again really soon. Bye, girl. Hey, sis, listen. If you have been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.